What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Detail Talk with Runner Detail. Uh, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Joe and Mike. And uh, today is a very important topic. I feel there's countless videos on YouTube about it. There's probably a lot of podcasts, but today we're going to give our take on starting a detailing business, what you need, what you can do, and uh, just trying to give you tips on what we did to give you the best success. And then we're going to also talk about why detailing businesses fail. So um, I think like right out, you know, right out the gate, the first thing you're going to want to do is set up an LLC. This is going to make your business official. It's going to, you know, really protect you in the long run. Um, it's no longer going to be you. You're going to be a business entity. It costs us about $300 on Inkfile here on Texas to file one. Um, I don't know how much it is on, I mean, in different states, but that's how much it is yeah. here. I think if you Google it. Just looking for LLC, it'll take you to, uh, like, the government, uh, your state, whatever the yeah. hell it is. And it'll tell you, like, what you recommend, what is needed, and how much it is. Yeah, I know in some states it's really cheap. I know, I think Louisiana's, it's actually very cheap. But here in Texas, it's about $300. Um, you got to get approved by the Secretary of State. That takes a while. But, yeah, you're, there's definitely going to be some waiting time. So definitely do that first. And while you're waiting to get your confirmation, get all your paperwork, your EIN, uh, this is all important come tax time, and uh, when you register for other stuff, they're going to always ask for your EIN, so um, definitely get that. Number two is get insurance. You know, it's always good to be insured. Uh, you don't want, you know, to have the burden of having to pay for something if something goes wrong. Yes, you're going to have to pay a deductible or something, but it can save you in the long run, and it's relatively cheap. I mean, we recommend just general liability if... Uh, you want more coverages, you want, you know, better coverages, you want the garage insurance, like if you're going to leave it overnight, you can get that. Expect to pay more, but general liability for us as detailers is about $55 a month. And it's been that way since we started. I think they're going the LLC way and the insurance, you know, getting insurance, it's really going to separate you from, um, you know, the people who do this as a side hobby and the people who do this as a business. It's going to put you in another bracket, it's going to put you... I'm not going to say a step head. It's going to put you a little bit in a different bracket as... It just shows that you're serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, this is what you want to do. This is your business, you know. It's more of a commitment. But, uh, yeah, it just separates you because it, of those reasons. And it, it feels good at the end of the day just to say that you have an LLC. Yeah, and then um, even if you don't, you know, succeed or say you do, you just choose to go a different route, it's always good to have an LLC later you on down the line. Yeah, you can use it for tons Anything. of stuff. But, uh, yeah, so once you got those two, um, then while you're waiting for your LLC to come in, it's time to decide if you want to go mobile or if you want to get a shop. We did the mobile way. We recommend you go the mobile way. Why? It's safer. It's cheaper, less overhead, and it's just overall a better, like, experience for a first-time business owner, uh, a detailer that has little to no experience. Um, it's just a good, safe route to go yeah. with a high ceiling. Like I know our detailing rig, we were detailing, mobile detailing for about a year and we grossed about a little over a hundred grand and it was just a truck and a trailer. We did pretty well. I mean, uh, we, could we do more? Yeah, probably. But, uh, I feel like we did pretty damn well for opening up our business, you know, becoming detailers. Learning as we went, I mean, no one in our family started a business. Nobody's a detailer. 
we worked at a de- I um I worked at a detail shop for a little bit. I got him into the game, but we did pretty well. I mean, we I started it when I was twenty one. I think he was nineteen. Yeah, I was twenty actually. He was eighteen. But uh, I fresh mean, out of high school. Yeah, and now I mean I did it to put me through college, and he's in college. So this is definitely something you can do while going into school or, uh, you know, if you're doing other things, it's definitely easy there's to do. There's money in it. Yeah, there's there's money in it. It's easy to do. You are your boss at the end of the day, so you can make your own schedule. I think, though, before you get too far ahead of yourself, thinking that, you know, you're going to do this, and in six months, you're going you're gonna to net an amount of money that you made up in your head. It's just not realistic. I think as you go and you start, you got to embrace the hustle. you got to embrace the grind, because there's going to be days where you might not get any bookings at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's just a reality. Yeah. I know it's hard in the, in the social media age, in the TikTok age, and influencer age. You see these guys. I know on YouTube, I see these guys that are saying they're making uh, like seven grand yeah. a week, five grand a week. Yeah, it was a doable, yes. But uh, don't expect to do that right um, away. Right away. You know, you got to work yourself up. And some people don't like to mention the grind. They want to make it seem like they made it since day one. Maybe some people got lucky. That wasn't the case with us. Yeah. We definitely had to grind it out. I mean, it was hard for us. We started a business in COVID, and then we got our shop in the recession. So, uh, Definitely embrace the yeah, grind because be there's going to be some times where you're like, damn, was it worth it? But at the end of the day, it is. But uh, if you do go the mobile route, which a lot of you probably are, you got to decide how you're going to do it. We went, we already had the trucks, so we bought a trailer. Sorry. You can do a detail van. You can get a Ford Transit. Um, I even seen people run rigs out of their car. Yeah, it's regular sedan. I even seen it out of a Challenger. So do whatever works for you. Um, we're going to price how much it is for a trailer. Cause that's what we did. So we got the numbers for you. Keep in mind this, this was 2020. So, um, the prices are of course are a lot different now, but in 2020 we got our mobile set up, um, for the trailer cost about $800. So it cost us $2,100 for everything on the trailer. And then the LLC was 300 insurance down payment. So it probably came out little, little about three grand. You know, give or take 200 yeah. $250. It was around there, about three grand for everything. But, yeah, our biggest expense was the trailer for $800. We got a 5 by 8 trailer. And um, on that trailer, we put a pressure washer. We put a steamer. We put a generator. We put a water tank. And, you know, we had our chemicals on there. We had all of that. So $800 trailer. The pressure washer was $250. We got a gas pressure washer. Um Honestly, that's the pressure wash we have on there now is $250, but the one we had on there to start was actually found in the trash. And that thing worked its ass off. Yeah, dude, check garage stuff. Check yeah. pawn shops. I mean, some of these places have really good uh, equipment that maybe somebody was just trying to get money for because it was during COVID. So, go yeah. out there, look for it. I mean, you don't fa- need something yeah. brand new. Facebook Marketplace, offer up garage sales, anything, you'll find it. Yeah, you really don't need something brand new. Like I said, our first pressure washer was found in the yeah. trash. Our grandpa found it in the trash. He gave it to us, and that thing worked wonders. I probably retired it too early. It could have probably still went, honestly. Yeah, just went out. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, you don't need an expensive-ass yeah. pressure washer. You don't need that DeWall. You don't need Maybe that. Maybe I can get the luxury right away. Yeah, just uh, get what you can afford. Don't be afraid to go cheap. Um, you can You can replace what you need in the future. You know, if you want to go ahead and upgrade later on, upgrade later on. But this is just a start. So I would say expect to spend anywhere from 200 if you want to go the high route, $1,000 pressure washer. Uh, a vacuum, I mean, 
Ours you, costs like 80 bucks. Yeah, ours is a Harper Free Vacuum. costs $80. That thing works wonders for us. The only thing I don't like about it is the nozzle or the tip or whatever you call it. But uh, you can swap those out. The one that comes with it is kind of wide and doesn't fit perfectly yeah. in seats. But uh, there's definitely ways around that if you have an air yeah, compressor. It was $80 and remind you that Harbor Freight has the one-year insurance. So you could break it one day and take it back tomorrow and walk in walk out with a new one. Yeah, um, very simple. Very, very good return uh, return policy and um, insurance. Yeah. Or is it insurance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, second or what is it? Third, you would want to get a steamer. Steamer is optional. You can get one. We recommend you get one. Um, we got our steamer on Amazon for about $150, and that thing worked wonders. You can use it on seats. You can use it on carpets. You can use it on door panels. They even have a squeegee attachment for the windows. So it definitely makes your life easier. Is it a need? No. no but it's going to definitely speed up the process and make your life a lot easier. And then after a steamer, port. Of course, you need an extractor. I know a lot of people that don't do it with extractors, but I recommend an extractor for sure. Um, it's definitely like the same thing as a steamer. It's a lot easier. It's a lot quicker than, you know, spraying chemicals, scrubbing it in, wiping it out with the towel. And uh, a lot of customers like seeing an extractor. It, make, yeah. it gives them some sort of like... Uh, like Reassurance. Yeah, like you're really shampooing the seats. Um, so definitely invest in one of those. We got the Bissell. You know, uh, people either hate it or they love it. I love it for we the price. It. That thing did not die. Even now, it doesn't suck the best, but it still works. And it's, it's probably done like four or 500 yeah. cars. Even then, though, if it does break, every Bissell's parts are on Amazon, so it's interchangeable, and it's cheaper than to having to buy a new one. Yeah, like I know my wand broke, so we we, rep- we replaced it for like 20 bucks. That yeah. was the only thing. That's but, it. uh, yeah, it's cheap. It's like $100, $150. Um, it's not the, it doesn't have the longest holes. It doesn't have the biggest tank, but it does its job. As long as you know you take care of it you clean it out you don't let water sit in it it's gonna last you a while and uh you know some people say go no don't waste your money on that get the mighty well if you're just starting up you might not have the the money for that one for a heated extractor like i said don't be afraid to go cheap that's why we recommend the steamer and the, the vacuum combo yeah i mean the extractor combo so you have those two you can work wonders just get whatever fits your budget you can do without one of them yeah. i recommend you get both Definitely, uh, you need at least one. You can go either steamer or extractor, but both is ideal. And then, um, what else? Oh, chemicals. Yeah, that's probably one of the most important things. It's chemicals. Um, First, I want to say chemicals don't make the detailer. How you use them is what matters. You can have the the best, most expensive chemicals in the world, but if you don't know what you're doing, then it doesn't matter. So, uh, definitely do your research on those. I know when we first started, we had a variety of products, but, um, See what works for you if you want to get, like, samples by smaller ones. See what works best. Definitely buy in bulk, though. Once you figure out which route you want to go, buy in bulk. It'll save you money in the long run. Yeah, so we buy in bulk from Technician's Choice. Hell of a brand for detailers. It's very cheap. It's very good. The products are uh, very user-friendly. Um, definitely want to look into them. I know, like, PNS has good, uh, cheap got good products. detailing yeah. products. Um, so look into those as well. Again, though, do your research on every chemical that you buy. Just because make sure you want to use them right, especially with all-purpose. If you go too non-diluted with an all-purpose, you will stain anything you put it on. So I just recommend make sure you do your research, read the labels, make sure that you're diluting it properly. Yeah, just like he said, you know, there's a lot of detailers that uh, chemical stain the leather or the door panels with uh, with all-purpose cleaner. 
you know all-purpose cleaner will if you don't dilute it properly it will mess up the interior so make sure you know what you're doing and um you know like we said buy in bulk it's going to save you a lot of money in the long run uh, a lot of the products that you buy in bulk are dilutable so they'll last a while i know for us we get pretty busy last they last us anywhere from two to three months and we buy okay. five gallon uh, chemicals or gallons by we buy our chemicals by the That's five gallon guy. so uh yeah they definitely last us a while depending on how busy you are but uh it beats just buying a bottle a 16 ounce bottle a 32 ounce bottle every week every two weeks every other day yeah, it, it adds up yeah um so definitely do your research on that find out the brand you want and then see if they offer it in bulk there's going to be some that you can buy in bulk but uh like for your carpet cleaner uh dressings spray wax sealant you know definitely buy those in bulk because you're going to use those pretty much for every detail so yeah definitely check that out as well as your soaps um yeah. i know like our our five gallon of soap will last us forever because it's so dilutable yeah but yeah uh and then expect to spend anywhere from like 200 to 500 dollars in, miscellane- in miscellaneous this is going to include brushes. drill brushes drill itself yeah just something to start with would be like a drill, which I know we had a, a drill from Harbor Freight that cost us like I don't know what was it. The Warrior drill cost us how much? That was like twenty dollars. Like twenty bucks. It worked. Um, we actually just lost it, so we don't know what happened to it. Um, but it did the job. Uh, you, you're gonna need a drill. You're gonna need maybe some drill attachments on Amazon that I, maybe thirty bucks. Yeah, and you don't need no expensive Milwaukee yeah, Dewalt no. because uh, you're just using it for carpets. Yeah. You know what I mean? From and there, then it's. If you do lose it, if it does break, twenty dollars ain't gonna hurt your pocket. But if you're replacing like a hundred, two hundred dollar drill, yeah, that's gonna yeah. break your bank. And then from, I think drill attachments you need the small stuff, brushes to get the cracks, the door panels, buttons, um, some scrub pads, which all these are all on Amazon for very cheap. And then I think applicator pad and applicators and towels. Some towels. Yeah. yeah, make sure you have interior and, and exterior, exterior towels. Um, you definitely want to, I would recommend get some suede towels just if you got piano black on the interior, yeah. but, uh, yeah, towels is a big thing. And if you're, they're exterior towels, definitely try not to drop them on the floor because yeah. man, those microfibers pick up everything. If you drop them on the floor, um, just, I wouldn't say throw them away. I just maybe use them for the inside now because it's really hard to get out dirt from those things. Yeah, for sure. Um, like we said though, stay within your budget. Give yourself a budget first of all. Yeah. I know like. When we started our budget was I want to say nine grand. We were definitely way under budget. Like I said, we only spent around three thousand dollars on our startup. So uh, yeah, definitely get a budget. So that way you you can save money. Or if you do go a little bit over, you know you're not hurting yourself too much. Um, but yeah. So once you get your LLC, you get your insurance, you got uh, your, your equipment. Your equipment. You know you already know you're gonna go mobile. After that. It's time to, you know, think about what packages. So uh, you're going to look at what equipment you have, what equipment you bought that stayed within your budget. Say if you only got stuff for the interior. Well, when you drop your packages, you're not going to be doing stuff that involves compounding and stuff because you don't have that yet. You can expand later, but for now you can do uh, carpet shampooing, seat shampooing, leather treatments, ozone treatments, um, you know, cleaning door panels, doing the headliner you know, you can do a lot of stuff like that. There's a lot of money to be made with interiors. Um, I personally don't like interiors because they're the always terrible. In the winter, though, is full interiors. Yeah, definitely. They're going to keep you in business because you got a lot of moms with kids. You know, you got a lot of people that don't want to touch their interior. So that's going to make you a lot of money. But, uh, yeah, just make sure you got your packages set. Make sure they're wet up. They're red. Uh, the customer reads it, sees uh, what it comes with. Make sure you elaborate. 
you state clearly what your package offers. If you're going to offer, say you offer two different packages, one that has maybe just a base potency air with a vacuum, no shampoo. And make sure that the person that books that one understands, hey, you know, this doesn't have shampoo, but for another $25, you know, you can get it done. Yeah. Um, just be clear. Yeah. So um, after that, after you got your packages set, it's time to, you know, look at the cost. When you first start out, you don't want to charge a lot of money, but then you don't want to charge too little. Make sure you price what you're worth. So you just started out. Your business is new. You don't got no reputation. You don't got no regulars. So look at the market. I recommend pricing $20 under, somewhere around there. No more than $50 under. But uh, undercut for a little bit, especially while you don't have that many services. Get your name out there. Set up a uh, you know website, your business links, all of that. Get your reviews, get your uh, reputation up, and then start adding more services, price them for a little more, and then, you know, you're yeah. boom, you're set, you're starting to charge what the market is charging. Yeah. But don't be afraid to charge a little less. It's going to help you get customers, and uh, as long as you do a good job, they won't, they won't mind when you raise your prices. A lot of them understand. You know, just let them know, like, hey, I'm new. Um, thank you for giving me the opportunity, and then make sure you do the good job. That's always, that's always the main thing. Yeah. And then once you got the cost of that, and, you know, you got your packages. You got everything. Now you're asking yourself. How am I going to market myself? Yeah, how are you going to get customers? That's the main thing. That's the reason why we're in business. The whole time you're a business owner, that's going through your mind. Who's going to be my next customer? Yeah, without a doubt, I think we think about it every single day. Like, what are we going to do next? What's our big idea next for our next customer? How do we get customers in? And I think the best thing for anybody to start off with is going to be social media. Facebook included. I know people. a lot of people don't use Facebook, Facebook for social media um like personally but there's tons of business accounts yeah you got to realize who your market yeah. is so uh i know like us are a lot of uh a lot of our customers are older people older people their favorite social media is facebook, facebook. so uh you're definitely going to get a lot of business on that set up a facebook page post on there you know post on the story post on the marketplace um put like a google ad for a hundred dollars you'll yeah, definitely get, get a lot of business get creative though man make your own uh, pamphlets on Google Slides, make your own, you know, documents on whatever it takes to post. Just make sure that you're giving enough effort so you know at the end of the day, hey, you know, I did what I needed to do to get this customer in. Yeah, and another good way to get business is to set up a a Google business account. So uh, you're going to have to, you know, verify your address. You're going to have to verify your business, and then you're going to get a postcard in about three to five days. You're going to put it into your Google business account, and then you'll be verified, and you can find your business on Google. Once that happens and people, you know, look up uh, car detailing near me, mobile detailing near me, now you're going to start popping up on those pages. You know, maybe invest a little money in Google Ads. Make sure your SEO is up, um, you know, uh, so that way you pop up you're getting these reviews. Yeah. That's definitely going to help a lot. Reviews on Google yeah, are going to be the best thing. The more reviews you get, you know, the the more trust, that these more trust you're going to get. You know, you can get more bookings. So, you know, definitely get your reviews up. Maybe ask your your family to review you, you know, do their car, get some reviews from them. Um, but, yeah, reviews are going to be the main thing. And then also get a get a website because if you got a Google, you know, they're going to want to click on a website. So get a website. Yeah. We got we got our website through Wix. Uh, I like it. It's very user-friendly. Yeah. I, I feel like I set up a decent website. Not only it, that, but Wix is super easy to use for scheduling yeah, and other stuff like that. I mean, it helps everything. You can do schedule. You can schedule them on there. You can message them on there. You can set up payment plans. You can uh, you can like give a, quotes on there. Give quotes if you're doing like a membership. 
Yeah. It'll automatically take out from their bank account. It's very, very user friendly. I definitely recommend it. Um, they run like Black Friday deals and stuff. So definitely look out for that. And then um, after you get it? the customers. Oh, how are you going to deal yeah. with them? How are you going to deal with them? It's the probably the he- biggest headache you're going to have in the industry is with customers. And, you know, every now and then you're going to have the, that one customer that's going to complain about something. It's going to give you a hard time. I think we broke ours down to, like, every 25 customers. We're going to have maybe one bad customer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't please everyone. I mean, you can do the best work, but you're just going to run into that one customer. So, you know. When you do run into that customer, keep your composure. Don't, you know, give attitude back. Uh, we're not telling you to kiss ass, but just hold your composure. Uh, no matter what it is, say if they say they say if they still see a stain, that's what they're arguing about. That's why it's important to set your expectations yeah. early. Let them know that not all the stains are going to come out. And if they still complain later on, show them. You know, yeah. just go up, start doing it. Be like, look, I'll do it in front of you. The stain's not coming out. Usually, that will calm them down. Yeah. They start to like realize, oh, I okay. Think- the biggest thing, though, is do not give a refund. Um, you did your job. You did everything. You even showed them, like, hey, you know, this is what happened. This is what's going on. They still insist. I mean, there's nothing really you can do about it. Yeah, I mean, if they still insist and you want it, you know, you just want them off your back. You can try to, like, I don't know, give them a free wash or, you know, something like that. But don't give a refund. Yeah, you did you the did, job. You know, that that would be wasted. You know, you could, that's wasted product. Right. That's wasted gas. That's, wasted you know, time. Yeah, that could have been used somewhere else. So don't give a refund. Uh, just try to resolve the situation yourself. But, uh, yeah, just make sure you're giving the com- customer respect. Make sure you're being, you know, yourself. Yeah. Customers like it when you're yourself. They like it when you talk to them. You know, just give a little conversation, even if it's something small. Uh, and then when you go back, try to remember them. They love it when you remember yeah. them. You know, try to keep a little detail because, uh, you know, you want them to return. You want them to come back because those, those are the customers that keep you in business. So, uh yeah, definitely, you know, be yourself, be yeah. original, be trustworthy, be transparent. And uh, if they got any questions, answer them. A lot of customers are usually really cool. Like Mike said, maybe every 20, 25 customers, you'll get that one that's just a yeah. pain. Going back to that one, though, um, sometimes they're going to say that you maybe scratched a car, you left something in there. Make sure before every job, um, you're either taking pictures or you're recording a video before you even touch the vehicle. I know here at the shop, I always, for ceramics, I always take videos of the entire vehicle with them in the video so they understand, hey, I was there while you took this video and I recognized the scratch was there already because yep. it, it's happened to us before and I've had to pull out um, pictures and phones. Yeah, it's a big thing with corrections because like uh, when the vehicle's clean, they start to notice rock chips and stuff like that that they never noticed before and they right away want to blame you. You know, they might notice scratch or this and that on the paint and they want to blame it on you right away, but... <laughs> their vehicle's never been that clean, so they, they never noticed it. it. Yeah. So it's good to keep record. Um, it's insurance on yourself. Yeah. So, um, or if you're at a mobile, call them out. Be like, look, I just wanted to show you this, or yeah. we found this. A lot of customers like that, too. Um, just be like, yeah, before we start, I just want to know if you were aware of this or that. You know, like I said, just yeah. be transparent, be honest with them. But, uh, yeah, as long as you're doing those things, you'll be good. You know, that's very good. You're going to get a good business. You're going to. Like you say, you might start off slow, but once you start doing those little things, you're going to get this repeat customers. They're going to tell their friends, you know, they're going to tell their friends. And now you've got consistent clientele. So definitely, you know, be nice, be yourself. Uh, I know it's cliche, but at the end of the day, it's true. And get those reviews. I don't know if, how much I can stress this. Get those reviews, even if it means like sending a text 15 minutes after the next day. 
you know, you can send links to your Google review or whatever, wherever you get reviews yeah. from. Or That's even be like, hey, if you give me a review in the next one, I'll give you a free leather treatment or give you something small that you, they might want. And it's not going to take a lot of time out of your day because that review really is not going to take that long. So just exchange it. Yeah. And um, I know we already talked about this, but going back, because I just thought about it is, you know, when you go back to promote yourself, uh, there is Yelp. I recommend oh. you stay away from it. I don't like Yelp. They're a pain. A lot of those customers are cheap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there's also Groupon. I just thought I should mention it yeah. because it does get you some business, but be aware of Groupon yeah. though. Make sure you are reading the price. So in order to be in Groupon, you have to discount your prices and you can't lie because they'll verify your prices. And then after they do that, um, they're going to take a percentage. So yeah. say if uh, interior costs you $200 in order to list it on Groupon, you got to list it for like 180 and then Groupon's going to take their cut, and at the end of the day, you're getting, like, 110, 120. Yeah, it's going to be a love-hate relationship with Groupon. Um, but if you're starting out, I would recommend maybe spend the money on it. But yeah, once you expand, maybe ease away from it a little bit. Yeah, like I said, it's nothing wrong with using it to start off, get your foot in the door. That's what we did. Um, it definitely helped us kickstart our business. As soon as we started, we had business because of it. And then when we returned, we just asked our customers to book through us. And, and we'll honor the price. Yeah, and we'll honor the price because, I mean, if they honor the Groupon price, it's only like $20 off, which yeah. that's very doable. But if you, they go through the Groupon, that $20 off. Turns into like 35%. Yeah, yeah. just a pain. It's a pain. But, yeah, I just thought I should throw that out there just yeah, in case. Yeah, be aware of that. Um, what else? Let's see. Expanding. Expanding. So once you feel like you, you're doing good, you did all those steps, you know, you're feeling good about yourself, now it's time to expand. Maybe it's time to uh, buy that polisher, you know, add a little bit more service to your mobile detail. So, um. Yeah, go ahead and start researching compounds and polishes and buffers. Uh, same steps, you know, you don't have to buy the most expensive. We started off with the Bauer Polisher. It's about $89 from Harbor Freight. Um, it comes with a 6-inch backing plate. You can replace it to a 5. But it does really good. You can either get the rotary or the DA. We got the DA. But uh, it It's does a good first polisher. It's yeah. good to learn on. Be it's, aware, though, your arms are going to feel a little jiggly afterwards. Yeah, because that thing does uh, have Vibrate some recoil a on it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can use that very very uh, user-friendly um it really depends on what chemicals you're going to use with it of course it doesn't matter what polish you have what compound you're going to use or what polishes you use is going to make the difference so I recommend we like 3d we like groups we like uh again though they just sonax come, there we go I can yeah think of it. it comes back to just finding what products you like yeah so just expand whether that means adding more services or expand in terms of uh adding employees uh, get in a shop, don't be afraid to take that next step because you don't want to stay the same. You want to constantly be upgrading. You want to constantly be moving up, but then at the same time, don't go too fast. Yeah. Just make sure you're ready to take that step. You know, make sure you calculate the numbers. Make sure you're going over the data. You know, you're doing your analytics because uh, it is. It yeah, because I mean, if you're going to go the employee or shop route, I mean, just that overhead is going to be there no matter what because if that employee comes in for that day, you got to pay him no matter what. Even that means not paying yourself, vice versa with the shop. I mean, that overhead's going to be there no matter yeah, what. Yeah, that's why I love starting off with mobile detail because yeah. overhead is so minimal. Um, you know, your overhead is really just products and gas. Uh, everything else yeah. is profit. I want to say profit gains are like 80%. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's very... Just that commitment with the shop, cost- commitment with an employee, it's going to be a big step. Yeah, and then especially if you get an employee, one, you got to trust them. Like, yeah. all these customers are used to your... Your quality. Is your quality the same as this guy or this girl? No, maybe not. But that's why you got to make sure you trust these people because your name is going to be attached to them. So 
really interview these people. Don't just, you know, hire anybody just because they want a job. You know, this is your name attached to the company. So do your research on them as well. Make sure they, they're taking this seriously and pay them reasonably. Um, you know, no one's going to give you good work if you're not paying yeah. them right. That's the biggest thing we, I think we learned from being in the workforce at a young age. Yeah, that's the reason why I started this. Because mm-hmm. I saw what my the detail company I was working for, how much they were charging for details and how much they were paying us. It was ridiculous. Like three, $400 for a detail. And it'll be something that cost, that takes like two hours. They're paying me $7 an hour. So it's 14 bucks, and they profited the rest of the 450 475 It was yeah. crazy. But moving on, um, some things that we wish people would have told us, um, I think right away, is that shit's going to break. And this is why it's important to um, save, save money. Yeah. Because I, I know our biggest thing was, um, you know, we bought cheaper equipment. So it was going to go out and it was all going to go out at the same time because we bought it all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and it never fails. Like we yeah. said, go cheap, go what fits you. But at the same time, prepare for that. You yeah. bought cheap, so it's going to go out. But for us, we had no luck. If we buy something cheap, all of the cheap stuff is going out at the exact same time. Yeah, even now, when we're at our big jobs, our pressure washer might stop working. Yeah, so definitely prepare for that. Have money in the bank account for that. Don't let your bank account drop below yeah. a certain amount. You know, Just that, be ready. Yeah, It's going to happen. It's in, inevitable. It's going to happen. Yeah, so always, uh, like if a vacuum breaks, know where you're going to buy it. Or if you have a spare one. Like if you buy a, if you buy a brand new one, leave your old one for your spare. You know? Yeah. It's definitely a good thing to do. Anytime you buy something new and the old, the old one still works, just retire it for the meanwhile. And if you need it, keep it as a spare. Um, and then another thing is uh, we never or we're starting out is the slow season. Because here in South Texas, we usually have good weather yeah, year-round. We're booming in the but, summer. Uh, you know, it doesn't usually get too cold here. So we're usually good year-round. But I know like last year or two winters ago, it snowed, which is crazy. We were having yeah. ice on the road. We were shut down for a while. Not only that, I mean now. Right now in Texas, right now it's raining yeah, constantly. Yeah, like the last month and a half, two months. It's crazy. It's madness. Um, so definitely prepare for that. And like in these rainy, wet seasons, cold seasons, snow seasons, interiors keep you in business. So uh, definitely start advertising that a little more. But um, definitely like when it's the summertime and your business is booming, just put 10% away for these slower months. Yep. And uh, you should be good. Or it also goes back to expanding. I mean do something else you can run a like a pressure washing business or you can do a wraps or ppf or even while it's raining we're still getting good ceramic work yeah so uh definitely keep your your options open and start offering more services for when the slower seasons come but then um let's see what else no shows yeah Yeah, that's another thing um that's probably the another big headache you're gonna have because you plan your day around your schedule and make let's say if you have somebody coming in or you're going to at 10 30 hey you text them i'm on my way i'm 30 minutes away i'm like no no what i'm gonna cancel for today so i mean expect it it's gonna happen yeah and i know like something we don't do but we probably should do and we always say we should do is charge a deposit yeah a non-refundable deposit um that's something you definitely want to look at especially if you're mobile because you're going to be driving to these places and if they're like oh i'm sorry i forgot or this or that you know you just lost out yeah so um, there's even been times I think when we've gone to the address that's given and we let them know we're outside and I'm like, you know what, I couldn't make it to the house or I'm, yeah. I'm not there currently. It's gonna happen. It just sucks, but it's the reality. Yeah. And then there's getting the flip side. There's gonna be times where you're still busy, you don't get to eat. Yeah. I know, like us in the summer, we'll have like three, four jobs, uh, and mobile jobs in the summer when we when we were strictly mobile. Um, 
I mean, us personally, we just want to get them done. Um, we want to be home at a decent hour. So sometimes that means sacrificing lunch. So, you know, be prepared for that. Maybe pack a little couple snacks. Make sure you pack your water. Stay hydrated. Take an energy bar or something because you're not going to be able to sit down and eat every day. So that's definitely yeah, another an thing. Um, especially, I know, like here in Texas, it's hot. It's hot. So, you're tired. Maybe that second job rate's only like one. Yeah. So definitely, you know, plan accordingly and then um another thing is expect not to grow right away yeah. you know we all have hopes we all have dreams uh you gotta work for them yeah. in order for them to become a reality just and going back some to people think you just you know you do this overnight. do that and it's gonna happen overnight no yeah it goes back to just embracing the grind um it just feels so good after a while once you grinded your way to to get in the shop or you know adding something to your business it just overall feels good because you know, it just didn't happen overnight. And some people might happen right away, which, you know, it just didn't happen for us. But like I said, it's going to be a grind. It's going to be a a long grind. But like I said, it's going to be worth it. It's going to feel good at the end of the day once it happens. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to start off making a lot of money. Like I said, these these uh, influencers, these TikTok videos, you know, they, they show the success. And they don't show what it takes to get there. Um, a lot of y'all know it's going to take work. If y'all don't know, it is going to take, take work. work. Just stay there, wait it out, do the little things, and you'll get there. Trust me. Um, just don't give up. I mean, this is a hell of a business to be into. There's a lot of work for everyone, and it's fun. I mean, I like doing it. It's like seeing the results. Yeah. And Not only that, you meet some really good people. You get to see certain things maybe you didn't see from your side of town. Maybe you didn't, you know, didn't know certain things. You meet certain people, and you're like, you know, it works out. I mean, I know we had a client that helped us get a foot in the door in a construction job, and it helped us out. So, yeah. I mean... It's cool. Yeah, it's definitely uh, an experience being your your own boss. Nothing beats it. Uh, I hope I do this for a long time. But uh, yeah, guys, just don't be discouraged. You'll get there. But um, uh, you know, moving on to the next subject, another big subject is, well, why do businesses fail? Why does the detail? Why do detail businesses fail? There's a lot of different reasons. Um, I know right here I have too much overhead. You know, some people that never really been a business owner or they haven't been detailing for so long, they might want to get a shop right away. But a shop is huge overhead. Getting employees right away is huge overhead, like we stated earlier. Just make sure you know, like, a rough estimate about how much you're making a month and stay a couple thousand under. Um, This will definitely save you. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Don't buy these expensive products. Sit down with yourself. And have a true conversation with yourself and say, hey, you know, I might want that mighty steamer, but I'm not going to get it in this month. I might, maybe I can get it next month. Maybe I can get it six months from now. Just be honest and be like, no, my overhead is whatever it is, two grand, three grand for the month. Yeah. Just be honest. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to your employees. Yeah, just plan. I mean, that comes down like to what we've been saying. Plan accordingly. Don't, don't have too much overhead. Um, you're not going to be one, you know, you're not going to last long. Like we said, that's why they, they fell and you're not going to be making a lot of money. It just ruins everything. So definitely don't have too much overhead. Um, and then another big thing is not charging enough or charging too much. Like we stated in in the beginning of the view in the beginning of the video, um, you definitely want to charge what you're worth. Uh, don't charge too much. Like we said, if you started off, don't charge $20 more than your competitor no one's going to go go to you because you're brand new you have no reviews you have no experience and you just haven't been in the game 
Yeah, I mean, that's just the reality. And then don't charge too little. We have we see detailers that charge like $50 for a full detail. And they're like, yeah, I have work, I have work, this, this, and that. Like, okay, you're charging $50 for a car that takes you four or five hours to do. Meanwhile, um, we do one job and we'll make more money than yeah. you did doing four or five yeah. cars. You know what I mean? The, I think and that, that's not even trying to be rude or nothing. Yeah, it's that's just reality. Just reality. It's understanding that, hey, I charge this much, but I'm only doing one car a day. One car a day or I'm charging this much and I'm yeah. doing four cars a day. It's just, I mean, you got to break it down and understand that this is what you need to charge. Yeah, and then um, you're also ruining it for everyone else. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a that's different, different conversation. <laughs> but definitely charge what you're worth. Um, can't stress that enough. And then I think the next one is not offering enough services. Um, like you said, once you expand, offer more, offer a correction. And then I think if you get comfortable enough with a polisher, compounds, buffers, offer a ceramic, offer something different, offer more. Just don't limit yourself. Yeah, don't be afraid to try new services, you know, offer new services. Uh, there's a lot you can offer as a detailer. And don't be afraid to try it on your own car, try it on your family's car. Um, definitely try to do as much as you can do like we said there's ozone treatments there's headliner headlights uh ceramics and then you can even get certified for like ppf wraps you can do decal removals tint. ppf ppf removals tint yeah there's a lot of things you can get your hands stuff. on too um just you know offer enough services so that way you're not a one-trick pony you're gonna get a lot of different customers in for different services so try to offer as much as possible and then um Oh, another big thing is climate, slow season. I mean, like we said, different y'all are going to be from all over the, the country. So, you know, plan accordingly. You know, if you live in the north, you know it's going to freeze. You know there's going to be snow. If you live in the south, it's going to be hot. Yeah. So uh, just plan accordingly for your climates. Uh, you know, there's going to be slow seasons. There's going to be seasons where you're making a lot of business. And the climate dictates a lot of that. Um there's rainy. I mean, there's some things you can't do, and that goes back to having services. If it's cold, start offering interior. You know, if you're, it's, you know, summer, it's bright, sunny, looks nice. People are going to want to get the outside done, so time to switch your services around. But, yeah, climate plays a big a big deal. I mean, I don't, I'm pretty sure all of y'all know that, but just to make it clear. And then wanting to expand too fast, that's probably the biggest. A lot of y'all want to see results right away. We want to see results right away. I mean, we can't help it. It's the day and age we live in, yeah. you know, and we get everything we want instantly. You want to watch a movie? Get it instantly. We get a package in the sometime yeah. same day. I mean, I think expanding we, too fast can be the fall of any business if anywhere. It's just you don't. I know in detailing is if you want to expand too fast, you might want to offer. I guess going back to offering the correction, but you don't know how to use a buffer. Yeah. Wanting wanting to do anything else, but you don't have the experience. You don't know how to do it. Yeah, you're pushing out too many cars, yeah. but you're not taking your mm-hmm. time. You know, like, yeah, you did these cars, but none of them are coming back. And then you get bad reviews. And then you get bad reviews, yeah. yeah. And it's going to lead to people not coming. So make sure, you know, you're taking your time. Make sure you're doing good work. But, uh, yeah, don't don't try to do too much. Like we said, take your time. It's not going to happen overnight. And then, uh, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing, honestly. That's a step-by-step on how to start your business how to maybe grow and when not to do growing too fast, you know, how certain certain businesses um, 
you know, fail or not succeed in a, you know, in a journey, not embracing the grind, not willing to go the extra mile, not really to do research, stay up. It's yeah. just, it's a give and take. Like, yeah, it sounds good being your own boss. So well, now you got to do what bosses do. You know, there's a lot of things done behind the scenes that people don't see. So it's much more than just detailing. Once yeah. you own your own shop. It's much more than just waking up and showing up. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things you got to do behind the scenes. Maintaining the website, you know, messaging the customers, keeping in touch with them, sending out the email campaigns, dealing with the ads, uh, making sure everything's paid on time, you know, crunching the numbers. Doing maintenance, doing whatever it yeah. takes. Yeah, and then if something, like we stressed earlier, something fails, you know, uh, if you have an employee and they mess up on something, that's on you. There's a lot of things that go on behind the scene, yeah. and you got to be re- prepared you got to be ready for that not all of us will be some of us have to learn on the go like we do but uh that's why we want to try to give a little bit of insight yeah like uh you know like we we be like we've been stressing it doesn't happen overnight yeah and we haven't been in this game 10 plus years we haven't even been in it five plus years you know we've been owning a business going on it's been two years uh gonna go on our third we don't know everything but this is just what helped us this is what we know from our experiences yeah because we had no help so at least y'all got a little bit. And I know we're not the best at this. We just This is just our second podcast. But um, we're going to get better. We're going to tr- keep trying to give y'all pointers and stuff. If there's something yeah. y'all want to know about, let us know. But, you know, um, just keep y'all's head up. It's going to, yeah. y'all's business is going to pop off. I mean, it's not the best thing uh, like what we've done, but it's what's worked for us. You might get other, other pointers. Take them. Take as much as you can get. See which one works best for you. Try new things. There's no right way. Yep. There's and, a lot of different things you can do in detailing. And that's pretty much it for today. Um, next episode, we'll probably do products that we recommend, chemicals we recommend, and, you know, brands that we trust. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to try to have a video out for y'all every Monday, Tuesday-ish. But uh, if y'all are tuning into this podcast, thank y'all. And uh, we will get better, and we're still growing. And, you know, y'all, gonna, y'all are going to grow with us, so. Shout out to y'all for joining this podcast. Thank you.